will increase your efficiency 20% if you learn to do the tough things first, the ones you don't want to do. Ray Zinn now imparts his management philosophy in Tough Things First. In this series, Zinn covers it all from the essence of human happiness. If you're going to make it a consistent practice of working Saturdays just because you think you've got to work 80 hours a week to be successful, you're, you're just flat out wrong. To the downside of venture capital. People said, well, don't sweat the small things. Well, I guarantee if you don't sweat the small things, the big things are going to become a mess. And the essence of entrepreneurial discipline. Don't want to wait until you jump off the cliff to grab a parachute. Now here's Ray Zinn, Silicon Valley's longest-serving CEO. I'm Rob Artico here once again, your host for this edition of the Tough Things First podcast. I'm an entrepreneur in California. It's always wonderful to be back, Ray. I really appreciate it. Well, good to be with you today again, Rob. For an entrepreneur who wants to scale, the hiring is going to happen. Eventually, you're going to hire an assistant, and maybe that's the, your only employee for the type of business that you do, or you're going to have hundreds, or I don't know how many, how many employees did you have at peak at Micrell? We had 1,400 at the, at the peak. Yeah, so that's, that's pretty big. And there are companies that have uh, many thousands of employees out there that they have to hire. And, and people hire, have the responsibility of hiring at all these different locations and levels in different departments and that sort of thing. So I guess you can have amongst them some good interviewers and some bad interviewers. Absolutely. You've said that the... Uh, the traditional employee interviews tend to cover the normal skills and experience stuff for the job, but they really don't delve sufficiently into the behavioral issues of the potential employees. That's that's 100% true. Did, was this something that you, you learned right away or that, that you developed a, to understand over time that your, your basic questions didn't fill the, fill the gap? Well, I, I think I I knew it or at least had an idea of it, but I obviously as I hired more people and, and had had a chance to interact with them, I I, I developed uh, some better uh, corollaries to to what constitutes a good employee. Well, you put together a list, another really good one, and I always like it when we do lists here on on uh, Tough Things for the podcast. And I think it'll benefit everyone involved, really involved in the hiring process. So it could help those people hiring and asking questions, but also those looking for jobs so that they can prepare to answer those kinds of questions if they hear them. And they should be able to answer those as just a way of self-reflection. That's, that's what I always gather from, you know, what I hear from you on uh, this podcast. So... Uh, maybe the best thing to do is I'll read this. There's seven of them here. I'll read the list, and I'll let you comment on each one. Give me some, uh, give us some good insight on each one of these, and the reasons. You sort of your logic as to why it's important to know these things. So number one here is your. These are again, these are interview questions, so they'll be asked as a question. Do you like working as an individual or in a team? If they if they say individual, this is what you wrote afterwards. If they say individual, this is a warning sign. You know, it, that's so true. And if go back to the COVID era. If, if people like working from home, working remotely, sometimes that's that's a, a a key to the fact that they don't like working with other people. They don't like to be around other people. Um, you know, I know uh, I've had uh, some people that, that just couldn't wait to get back to work because they like working with others. They like that team spirit that that ability to uh, 
to 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 bounce things off each other and and come up with ideas you know more uh, you know two heads are better than one as they say so again when somebody says they rather work as an individual they're less likely to be a team player i guess you want them to be able to work as an individual uh when they when you know on when they're working on an individual project but if they're they need to be team players you want to know that they can be part of the company. Yeah, I mean, again, uh, being a good individual worker is fine, uh, and even working remotely is fine. But uh, it's, it's a warning sign. So you you want to delve into it further to find out if they if they don't like working as a team. In other words, find out you know are you a team player or not? Uh, and and if you are, as they say, there's no I in team. And so if you if they like working together as a team then great. Uh, but if they, if they, for example, say, no, I'd, I'd rather just work, work on my own and be by, you know, be by myself or so forth, then that's an indi- an indication that they, they don't like to work together as a group and they're more likely to want to work remotely and, and just be a individual player. All right. So here's question number two. Did you love, like, or dislike your last boss or company? And your comment there was, dislike is a warning sign yes and that's a very key one because uh if you didn't like your your previous boss you're less likely to like your new boss um so you know delve into why they didn't like their boss uh and um if if they come up with uh uh you know things like well you know he he swore and he was was not kind and so forth you want to dig into that maybe find out of a, a another co-worker that would back up that statement so of course you know if you work in a hostile environment you don't want to obviously you might not like working for your boss you might go back two or three jobs even and and find out you know let's, let's say they work for three or four different companies just say did you what did you like about company one two and three and four and ask them about each each company uh, and and if they only had one company that they didn't like, then that's that's not too bad. But if if it seemed like every time they left, oh, I didn't get enough pay, or I didn't like my boss, or I didn't like the commute, or you know they come up with some some excuse, that that's a warning sign that that you need to that you need to dig into. All right. Well, the next one is number three. Do you have lots of friends or few friends? I guess few, according to you, is a warning sign. <laughs> so again, this goes back almost to number one, which is, you know, do you work like as an individual or, or as a team? Uh, there are people who don't like to work with other people. Um, they they um, they don't have a lot of friends. So if they have lots and lots of friends, that means they're more likely to get along, more gregarious, more willing to to uh, uh, to, to be compatible with with the work environment. Whereas if they if they don't uh, have a lot of friends, then they're less likely to be to be compatible with the work environment. Number four is: Are you more concerned about salary or opportunity for advancement? Salary is a warning sign. Again, if the, if their focus is primarily on um, on their income, you know what's what my perks are, what what's in it for me, 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 me. Uh, that that's a warning sign. Uh, of course, you know, it can't always be salary. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, salary can, could be part of it, uh, but d- don't focus on it. 
and so you know opportunity for advancement uh sounds like they're they 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 like to improve they like to continue to 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 uh, grow as a as a, as an individual uh, as opposed to well I'm just in it for the for the money so again uh if they're in it for the money or the perks uh then you want to dig a little further yeah and that's number 5 which is our company perks important to you is that is that different than that or is it part and parcel to number 4 uh it's it's a little different um uh for example um salary is 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 has a little more to do with uh, with what they think they're worth uh, as as an individual. Perks are you know uh, trivia things uh, you know like uh, paid uh, um, meals at, at work uh, or, or free meals at work I should say mm-hmm. uh, you know the exercise gym uh, uh, that means they're not going to be a very hard worker if they're just looking for the perks uh, because that's, that's that reflects more of their uh, uh, ability to uh, uh, to stay focused on the job as opposed to looking forward to to the brakes or the or the cars or the whatever else the little perks are that they that they're um, wanting to uh, to have as part of their work environment. Number six is: Do they ask questions? And if the answer is no, then that's a warning sign. So uh, the more questions that person asks during interview. Uh, the more interested they appear in their job, uh, in in the potential uh, potential position, uh, but by not asking questions, uh, this says that they're indifferent or they're 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 not that focused on on you as a, as a boss or an interviewer. They're they're more focused on on just uh, uh, getting the job or 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 being passive about the what what the job's all, all about. The more questions they ask about the job uh, that shows their interest level. Yeah. And I guess it has to be the right kind of questions because if, if he asks a ton of questions and they're yeah. all about perks, that can't be good. Or about salary or about location or about advancement. Yeah. But they want the questions they should be asking uh, that, that are good are, you know uh, you know, what, what's my next level? What, what can I work? What, what, uh, opportunity do I have beyond this or, you know, or uh, which could be a negative also if they're only focused on advancing. Uh, but if they want to know about the team, about the, you know, about the meetings that they're going to have and, and just, uh, just the whole work environment, um, then, then those are, those are good questions. Yeah. And this one's not a question you ask, but it's one that, that you glean in the process of the interview. So the last one here is, were they dressed appropriately for the interview? And if the answer is no, then that's a warning sign. Again, you know, uh, it, showing respect. In other words, if they come dressed as uh, as you would expect them to come, uh, then that shows respect for their for the interview. If they come dressed in a in an inappropriate way, one you weren't expecting, then uh, that that's a warning sign that you need to delve into you know, further. So again, we we don't want to overemphasize dressing up but we want to make sure you're dressed appropriately for the for the job interview um you know for example if you're interviewing to be a lifeguard um obviously if you came in more of a sport outfit that uh, that'd be more appropriate than if you came dressed in a, in a tuxedo as you would so uh, again dressed appropriate for the job interview right 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 well ray for your listeners i'd like them to 
rate this podcast on their favorite platform. And as always, those folks who are listening right now can reach out to you, raise in with uh, their questions at toughthingsfirst.com. There you'll find the social media links, blogs, and links to information about the book, Tough Things First. Also, pick up the Zen of Zen series, one, two, and three. Three books on entrepreneurship, leadership, management, but also discipline, determination, and life advice, just like the stuff you hear right here at the Tough Things First podcast. It's the Zen of Zen series, one, two, and three. Great podcast, right? Thanks, Rod. You've been listening to Tough Things First, candid talk with Silicon Valley's longest-serving CEO, Ray Zinn. Drop by the contact page at toughthingsfirst.com for more about the book, more podcasts, and links to Ray's Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn pages to keep up with Ray Zinn's wisdom daily.